How many of these have we done now? This is the second. You sure? Feels like I've been here for days. I told you not to touch the fruit basket at the Witch Coven AGM. You're right, of course. Poison. It also explains why I agreed to be treasurer. Monster Hunter, an audio guide for local authority personnel. Episode 2, Tools of the Trade. My name is Erskine Melville, Senior Monster Hunter for Leak Valley Borough Council, and he who be solely responsible for all monster-related activity across the Free Gorges region. It is often said that a poor workman blames his tools. In my experience, the poor workman spends six weeks failing to build the promised conservatory, while the smart workman blames the poor workman, pockets all the money for the contract, and moves to Spain, leaving you with a pit in your stomach and your back garden. Nevertheless, in the profession, your tools are everything. They are the rock upon which you build your hunt, although in some cases you can just use an actual rock. Despite what's written on the back of a cubicle door in the work lose, size doesn't matter. A pocket knife can be as good as a dagger, and a dagger can be as good as a sword. Additionally, I do not give hand relief in exchange for a Greg's pasty. You don't? As the son of a revered reservoir, Malville, the pioneer of such armoury wonderments as the double-fisted gauntlet, the flaming dart and the lightly heated spoon, the tools of a trade are an area I know more than just a thing or two about. So lock and load, people. Lock and load. The Basics If you're listening to this by choice, and it's not being piped into your old folks' home, there's a good chance that you probably already know about the importance of keeping a good supply of carved wooden stakes, crucifixes and silver on hand. However, you may not be aware of the best ways to cast these into the never beasts you encounter. A stake is always best delivered manually with a lump hammer, but it's important that you don't go cheap on this. You can't go pounding on the chest of some sociopathic vampire with a two-for-one plywood from B&Q. Pay the money, and you won't pay with your life. However, for pretty much everything else, I find you can't beat a good old-fashioned Webley self-extracting service revolver. Whether you're pumping lead into the face of a deranged necrotic summoner, or forcing silver into a were-creature's thorax, little can go wrong if you have one of these beauties on board. I call mine Sweet Susie. I love her silhouette, her graceful curves, and the sclupping sound that comes when she makes flesh and bone explode. Oh, my sweet Susie. Gorgeous, slinky, amazing, naughty Susie. Are you licking your lips? A good holster is recommended, though, especially one that doesn't give a VPL, or visible pistol line. Get caught packing in the wrong back alley, and the boys in blue will take you down the station. That is not something you want, believe me. I can assure you that the need to blow the face off some mythical beast is not a good defence strategy, even if you have Jordan's solicitor. When it comes to other types of guns, a blunderbuss is useful for crowded rooms, but do be sure that everyone present is an enemy. I once let one off at a Women's Institute meeting, and there was hell to pay. I only managed to calm them down after several profuse apologies and agreeing to appear as Mr June in a very awkward nude calendar. Another great weapon is the FR1 sniper rifle. Yes, it's French, so it smells of onion and causes the shooter to shrug when it goes off, but they are perfect for that precise shot. I can recall many blissful hours picking off a swarm of starving Hippolyta elves in a Budapest cemetery. 
They were hungry, hungry Hippolytus. Yes, they were. Are you, are you driving at something? No? Okay, if I can carry on. Now, when it comes to silver, don't be silly. It's expensive. If you've smashed six rounds into the lazy eye of a lycanthrope, then you'd better be willing to go digging that skull to get them back. My advice? Fire once, fire true, and then just burn the damn thing whether it's fully dead or not. Really, it's the same approach you'd take with a Tesco-owned brand ready meal. Specialist items. One word for you. Ballpoint pen. That's two words. This is important. While the idea that the pen is mightier than the sword is obviously farcical, I mean, whoever cut off a head with a biro, you should always make sure you have a working supply of pens. With two pens, you can create a makeshift crucifix. With three pens, you can summon a small demonic portal. Four pens, you can make SpongeBob SquarePants. Also, the metal tip of a pen, most commonly steel, brass or tungsten carbide, is enough to poke the eyes out of most enemies you face. The ink can also be easily siphoned to scroll binding runes on a sarcophagus or other tomb. You can even use them, if pressed, to make notes on paper at a variety of meetings. But I don't recommend this. You make notes, people expect outcomes. In short, if you haven't got a pen, then you're nothing. In fact, you're less than nothing. You're a penless nothing, with no pen, and nothing good in your life. Unless you have a sword. Swords race. Vehicles. There are those amongst the community who claim they cannot adequately carry out their role without some sort of fast car, sports vehicle, or overladen transit filled with hippies, dogs and drugs. These people make me sick. There's nothing worse than arriving at a convention to see such pretenders as Indigo Flair lording it up because he's fiddled his expenses to buy a Lamborghini Jalpa and a very unconvincing hairpiece. I'm not even going to go there about the adoring 20-year-old in the passenger seat. I mean, what did she see in him, really? The man's an oaf. He doesn't even carry a pen. In my experience, all you need is a Vauxhall Nova. They're boxy, perhaps a bit dated, but strong and reliable, much like myself. You may need to make sure the choke is out when you turn the key, but a Nova will never let you down. Forget to pull the choke, though, and the engine will flood out faster than losing fans at a Man United match. One important safety notice, there's no access from the seating compartment directly into the boot and the boot will only open from outside with the key. This means the Nova is no use in a high-pressured escape scenario, but, by the same token, it's brilliant if you're using it as a temporary prison for a Swampire, Metrobon, or Lost Puppy. Word of warning, all three will piddle in there. Potions and other toxins. Not favoured by many monster hunters, but equally invaluable and deadly, is the field of poisons, potions and poultice. Admittedly, there aren't many scenarios that call for these, but the process of concoction can be very easy and mastered by even the most rudimentary of cooks. I find that if you can make things fizz, bubble and sizzle, then it really just looks the part. Monsters can be just like Londoners. They tend to be more active in warmer weather and whinge a lot, but they're also easily taken in by style over substance. When you're battling against a herd of demonic frogmen while balancing on a seesaw, it just isn't the same unless you bring your own smoke. Many monsters will give you the time and space to set up the machinery ensure the filters are clean, and find a nearby power source. Some will even give you a hand, so make sure you've got a toolkit containing more than one of everything. It will also come in handy when the carnage is over, and you need to fix the seesaw. For more information on this, please see my other court-initiated podcast on play equipment maintenance, especially episode 3, which gives several tips for pulling guts, teeth and hair, human or otherwise, from the innards of most common apparatus used by those of toddler age or above. First aid kit. 
I'm not sure I need to elaborate on this much, but sooner or later, you're going to get hurt. Bashes and scrapes are part of a job. So is the occasional impalation or thudded bang. Every now and then, you're really going to get torn a new one by something with more teeth than Ant and Deck. So make sure your kit is stocked up, and not just with antiseptic wipes. You're going to need industrial-level glue and gaffer tape. Fresh. If it isn't fresh, then that gaff is pointless gaff. You're going to need it to hold a limb in place, so don't scrimp. A monster hunter is nothing without all four limbs, and, preferably, a weapon in each of them, blasting away into the midnight hour against a hair metal soundtrack. Or ABBA. Is that long enough? Not really. Should I go on? No. Monster Hunter, an audio guide for local authority personnel, was written and produced by Erskine Melville with assistance from Rob Smith, Peter Richard Adams and Rosie Green.